Hey everybody, welcome to Big Dumb Monsters. I'm Nick. And I'm Chris. This week, we're watching a sci-fi classic, Planet of the Apes, 1968. Yes, we, we definitely need to specify the 1968 Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And not the 2001 Planet of the Apes. Woof. Which nobody should watch. No. No, no, no. Um, yeah. Uh, a lot of people forget that this is a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, ourselves included, I think. Yeah, I think we say a lot of it is just filtered through parody. Yep. Uh, and people forget that it's actually a really, really great movie. Yeah. So uh, if you are into classic sci-fi and people in monkey masks, this is going to be right up your alley. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into it. Planet of the Apes. Enjoy the show. We are. we are. Look at that shit. We're recording. All right. It has been, folks. We have we have a long road ahead of us. Uh, this is behind the scenes <laughs> stuff today. Long road ahead of us. You don't know the long road we've been down already today. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a lot. <clears throat> we we upgraded some tech in the studio. Uh, we had to move some shit. Uh, we're getting old. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Moving, moving shit is not fun anymore. It never has been fun. Yeah, it used yeah. to be acceptable. <laughs> Don't like doing it. Yeah, but we got some cool stuff coming down the line. Um, we got, we got, and have to figure out how to use a stream deck. Mm -hmm. uh, and so we, yeah, fart sounds, slide whistles, all that cool shit yeah. will be coming. All the morning zoo stuff will be yeah. coming soon. And we got and have to figure out how to use a new, uh, very nice. Webcam. The Elgato um, face cam, yeah. So that's going to be an adventure. So, you know, be on the lookout for that bullshit. Um, yeah. You start the movie? Yeah. Oh, I should probably do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Let's yeah, get yeah. going. Feels like something's off. Oh, yeah, we're not watching the movie. <laughs> also, Alexa, get ready to podcast. Since we don't need the all green. Yeah. Oh, there yeah, that's, that's what daddy likes. We're back to, uh, like I said last night, Munster's uh, level lighting right now. Yeah, it's so good. I love it. <laughs> Purple and green, baby. Oh, man. Uh, We're watching Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and how fucking awesome a of a movie is this? It's really good. I forgot how good this movie was. And it's not without its like weird-ass hokey oh, yeah, for sure. 60s sci-fi shit, but that, that's a product of the times. Like, you can't. You can't not have it. Um, for the longest time, when I was a kid, these were just like, oh god, Planet of the Apes, like, because uh, it was it was always on like against Godzilla movies. Like if they didn't have Godzilla on, it'd be Planet of the Apes. Yeah. So for me, it'd be like, fuck, it's not Godzilla. Yeah, Sci-Fi Channel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, uh, like I hate fucking Planet of the Apes. Like no, no. And then like when I was in high school, I actually like watched the first one on AMC. Yeah. And holy shit, yeah, was I turned around. Yeah, 
I, look, I haven't seen <clears throat> any of these in a long time. Like, I was a kid yeah. the last time I saw any of them. Oh, really? Yeah, and I remember... Now, I watched these, like, regularly for a while, up until maybe, like, my mid-30s. And I, I will say, I haven't seen one of them now in probably probably five years, I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I I mean, I would check them out when they would be on sci-fi, because I used to Actually, like... no, no, check that. I did watch Beneath, like... Oh, is that the sequel? That's the weird the ass third one. Se- the sequel, the second one. Oh, it is the second the, one. Yeah, just super dark and grim. Like, yeah. Let's just bl- you know, spoiler. Let's blow up the entire world at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I I would occasionally watch them when they were on Sci-Fi because my mainstay channels were Sci-Fi, Comedy Central, USA, TNT, and TBS. The ones that showed movies, pretty much. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and like cool shows. Um, but they would show this and they would also show the TV show. Yes. I do remember that when they showed the TV show, they and showed I, it on FX for a while too. I oh, think. did they really? Yeah. Like when FX first came on. Um, I watched, I probably watched the show more than any of the movies, mm-hmm. but I still don't really remember any of it cause I was that young. Uh, see, I'm the, I'm the opposite. I've watched the movies way, way more than the show. Mm-hmm. Even the last movie, which is like kind of based on the show. I think I've seen more like that more times than I have the show. Yeah. Uh I don't know. That's that's all my reminisce about it. Like I, <laughs> I watched it as a kid. Like that's yeah. That's see, all I, I avoided it as a kid, but I, I once I got into it, like man, I I do love these movies. Yeah. Um, and I will say, does that, the visual quality get better in them, or is it all? Because I know it's all kind of around the same amount of years. I wouldn't say it gets better. It changes because, like, they're so like the you know the second one's probably the closest. Excuse me, the second one and the last one are probably the closest in like visually to this one. Yeah, because they're the only ones that other other the blah blah blah. Let me try that again. Yeah, they're the only other ones that actually take place like in this setting, because the third one is the time travel one. Yeah, that's the one. It, like they ki- that's how it kind of kickstarts the apes taking over to yeah. get to the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It takes place in the 70s. And then the the fourth one, which I think is probably my second favorite behind this original one, uh, is the, it takes place in the 90s, basically, is when it's supposed to take place. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and that's the one that's like a zombie movie, kind of like when the apes take over. Yeah. That one I fucking... I love that movie. I, Conquest. Yeah. I... Like, having watched this one now, I, I do want to go back and watch the rest of them and try to hang on to some of it yeah but uh, i'll be damned if i don't have to be in a fucking mood to do it you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah yeah no i can because like you said it is like 60s sci-fi like it's yeah. very like it, it, there's a buy-in yeah there <laughs> there is an aesthetic to these movies that just everything is super bright lit um the makeup is good I like the makeup. Yeah, the ape makeup is is, is amazing, it's, especially for the time. Yeah, I, even today when I was watching this, like I would rather see, you know, creatures that look like this in a movie than like CGI creatures any day. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, especially with like the technology that they can put into a visual effect. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, yeah. You could. You could absolutely get this look without as much work probably as they had to do back, you know, then. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think the. Uh, the budget for makeup on this was like 20% of the budget. You know, there's probably like makeup people listening going, you fucking assholes. I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, 
<laughs> yeah, well, they could do it easier now. It's yeah. fucking, <laughs> fucking no slack-offs. Yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> well, I mean, with it's the same with everything else. Like, the, the technology gets better year after year after year. So, yeah. obviously, they have better resources. They have better, they, like, they can computer-generate 3D model fucking, uh, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, molds. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, a, like, a real artist probably wouldn't do that, but they could. There's money in that. You heard it here first. <laughs> we Three, copyright that. Yeah, that's ours. <clears throat> um, I like this, this, this beginning sequence, how it is very hectic and, like. Yeah. Um, the, uh, there, there are beautiful shot setups in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, yeah artist level the one that stuck out when i was watching it this morning there is one that i wish like mondo or somebody would do a poster of because it would look amazing it's going to be coming up in probably like five minutes i'm going to charlton heston's ass beautiful fucking <laughs> gleaming white ass just beaming fucking energy no yeah um there's a shot of the th like the sun's going down and it's the three of them just walking along the top of a canyon Yes. And it's this amazing. First, you see like one of them go by, and then two of them go by, and then the camera kind of pans out, and you see all three yeah. of them, yeah. like just in front of the sun, like on this on the ridge of this canyon, and it looks just gorgeous. Yeah, like I want that like in a Mondo poster. Like they would make that look amazing. Yep. Uh, you know, you know, we never figured out. Uh, yeah, metal coasters not conducive to beer cans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sitting here clinking away. You are, you bastard. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch bastard. Um, we have we have custom coasters. Yeah. Fuck yeah. God damn. I, like I was saying before the mics came on, we have come a long way. Like, yeah. Not to pat ourselves in the back too hard. I mean, this is what happens when you're able to throw money and passion into something. That like, is true. You figure out ways to get your computer off the tabletop and yeah. <laughs> open up the space more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you you buy cool stickers and you hand them out to people you buy fucking coasters that have your logo on them which i mean anybody can do that it's not a lot of money you just need to go to sticker mule and um spend a little bit of money yeah. i think i spent ten dollars on them yeah they like, do the samples like yeah. where you can yeah get like a you know a couple of them for like 10 bucks shout out to sticker mule for oh my god always delivering yeah slowly rebuilding our sticker uh our sticker hoard yeah uh i've gotten i'm up to 100 stickers right? <laughs> <laughs> that's a half a day's worth yeah yeah con. yeah it's awesome <laughs> so one of the best and worst parts of this movie for me is charlton heston yeah you that know man chewed on the fucking scenery it Holy never shit. really got to me until i was watching it like critically today there were a couple of scenes which is like all right, Chuck. Jesus Christ! Fucking <laughs> reel it in, like yeah, like yeah. he goes hard, yeah, yeah, unnecessarily so. Um, the, we just, we just, uh, there's one coming up actually in a minute where Landon puts the American flag on the yeah you know, on the cousin's shore and like Charlton Heston like just loses his shit with laughter. Like, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That weird overdub on it too. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand it. <laughs> also, why do they show this guy climbing through this one tube to press each individual button like over and over again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Climb through the tube, hit the red button. Climb through the tube, 
hit the yellow button, climb through the tube, get out. <laughs> Most important car, uh, part, climbing through the tube. Yeah. <laughs> Same fucking tube. They, like, you know, they didn't, they didn't prepare for a water landing at all. Like, they didn't, you know, like, no kind of uh, procedure. I would assume they, that they would have because it's, like, the ideal way to do it. Yeah, like, what if something, and we land on, like, an enti- a planet that's entirely water. Yeah. Like, they have no idea where they're going. Uh, it's just, I don't know. They, they, I mean, are you looking for plot holes in Planet of the Apes? Is that what uh, you're doing right now? Shit, maybe I am. Don't do that. Trying to be critical, damn it. Yeah. I mean, there's critical, and then there's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and again, like, not even again, like, I didn't even mention this yet, but what is the point of their mission? I get that they're exploring, you know, they're they're on a, an expedition. I mean, is it a, like a Trek-style mission? But... Uh, they're not going to return anything of use to anybody like yeah because they're they're uh, they Are know they're going to be gone thousands of years yeah so by the time they get back with whatever they find they're going to be like even if there are like humanoids that they can talk to yeah they're going to be like oh yeah we knew this shit years ago we figured yeah. out a way to fucking yeah yeah i don't um, know you know it's not to like you know colonize because they brought one woman yeah. Uh, and yeah, unfortunately, she meets a you know an untimely demise. That was cool, uh, cool looking uh, effect. I uh, I always thought this uh, the ship always looked like the uh, I think it's the Cobra Stiletto, uh, <laughs> fucking from GI Joe. And it does. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I always thought that was cool. Yep. <laughs> oh boy, man, these fake beards kill me. Yeah, they do look pretty fucking horrible. <laughs> The hair and the beards. It's got that fucking hard cut line in it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck? Let's just grow a fucking yeah, beard between movies. Sharp right angles. Like, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like, grow a beard between movies, and if you don't have to have the beard, shave it. Yeah. But then you've got at least a starter beard that they can add shit to. <laughs> oh man. I'm, the, yeah, I'm are... in the pro beard society. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Some of these gorgeous shots, like I love that. They're just down, oh, like, yeah. cruising down this canyon. It's all these landscapes, yeah, yeah. Wherever they filmed this, like they found a really good place to do it. Yeah, clearly in the southwest somewhere. Yeah, and this is all supposed to be like Westchester in Connecticut, like. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, in 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 the movie, like, yo, the movie, yeah, I know yeah, that, but. Yeah. We don't we don't have rock formations like that. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not our bag. That's a desert. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, what are the other things I liked about? That? I mean, like, I just I like that it's not just one set of makeup. Like they there's gorillas, there's orangutans, orangutans. There's yeah, there's chimps, chimps. Yeah, like it's cool that they they're like. It's a society, and everybody kind of came up at the same time. Actually, they're pretty cool, but, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, somebody must have hit the, uh, one of the, like, one of those. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I, like, I just... I, I think you have to be older to appreciate it. I think that's another reason why I just couldn't get into it as a kid, like... I don't know. These like, yeah, they're monkeys. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's also the fact that like, if you didn't, if you weren't a kid or uh, like alive when this came out to appreciate like 
just the aesthetics of this. Yeah, yeah. It's that, it's, I mean, it's retro futurism. So it's, everything is shiny clean. The, everything has like a big giant clunky button. Like the, like they didn't think that like everything would have a touchpad. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, like, um, so it's hard to think that, oh, this is the future when it's obviously 60s tech. Yeah. You know what I mean? 60s version of the future. Yeah. So like you were saying, like there is a high buy-in that way, but that's not the movie's fault. That's, that's our expectations and what people thought the future was going to be back then. Yeah, it's yeah. not, I mean, is it to its detriment? I guess a little bit, but it's, you can't blame the movie for it. So you got to look past that and you got to look at Charlton Heston being a fucking ham. <laughs> He does a lot of like, ooh, and ah. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know like when people do impressions of him, they do that, but like yeah. he really he does a does, lot of that in this It comes movie. from that. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> you damn dirty ape. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What do you like? Eh. And there's such a fucking dick to Landon, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like, they treat him like a little kid. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, is he the one that wrecked your fucking spaceship? Yeah. I don't think so. He was sleeping. Last I checked, uh, you were fucking flying the ship there, Taylor, when we were all asleep. Yeah. Twat. <laughs> um, oh, I, I was going to mention this earlier. I totally forgot. the um, When they discover uh, the woman's body, like, that she, you know, she died in the sleep thing, like, that screeching fucking noise that, like, yeah. accompanies it is so, like... To this day, like, here's the, the American flag thing. Yeah. It's, like, ear-shattering. He looks like Willem Dafoe. Yeah. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> uh, I will say the sound in this movie is fucking incredible. The music, they, like... Yeah. Just the the just the, the weird, like, the dun-dun-dun, like, the, you know, the, the drum music that, like... Yeah. Well, that's uh, the thing. Like, you're looking at it now, and you're going, I mean, yeah, you can make this for a handful of dollars but like this was a big budget movie and this is also another one of those things that's been watered down through the years through parody like oh yeah most people's you know probably their frame of reference for this is through parody so yeah. like all that music you've heard parodied like you've seen the ending parodied uh you know you damn dirty apes like all yeah. of that you've seen before yep um so it doesn't have that big like as much of a shock yeah they they, they take a lot of the stank off of it yeah um i do appreciate the ending, but if you are not thinking in 1960s brain, you won't understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and again, we like because of Spaceballs, just like Alien a couple weeks ago. Like, yeah, Spaceballs totally has blown that reference. Like, yeah, you know, it ruined it's not it. A surprise for anyone anymore. No, this like I mean, this the ending to this movie is just a part of pop culture. Yeah, you know? and like. It, even if it wasn't just for Spaceballs, it's so ingrained into our, like, DNA at this point. But I think a lot of people won't get it. Well, I don't mean to, like, sound demeaning, but, like, if you're not in that mind frame of, like, what was happening culturally in the 60s, mm -hmm. you're not going to see that it's paralleling the Cold War and what could happen if the nukes go off yeah, like that yeah. was really <clears throat> without them doing the sequels and shit like that's where my mind goes maybe i'm wrong but i see it as a like a strong cultural influence like 
if we as people just bomb the shit out of each other, we're going to decimate the planet and then we're going to start back over and then the goddamn monkeys are going to take over. <laughs> Ooh, wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> apes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. They're not monkeys, they're apes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like again, thinking in the time of the 60s like the goddamn monkeys taking over can mean like a few things and none of them are accidental racism. Yeah, Sorry, yeah, folks. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is. I, I guess you kind of do like lose something a little if you're not like in step with that vibe. Yeah. Uh, and even like towards the end, it's another hammy fucking Charlton Heston thing where he's talking yeah. to Lucius and he's like, yeah, keep him flying. Yeah. Like, uh, what? The what? flags of discontent. <laughs> like, never trust anyone <laughs> over 30. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the birth of punk rock. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Planet Sean of the Apes. Heston, father of punk. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I feel a sticker coming on. <laughs> Charlton Heston with like a mohawk. And oh, like a nose yes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Keep them flying. <laughs> Lord help us. Um, yeah. What did you not really dig about this movie? What did I not really dig? Um, it does take a while to get to the apes, I think. Like, yeah. We do have a long setup of them just kind of wandering. Um, but I, again, I, but this leads I don't into hate something. that. I was say it leads into something I like, which is the reveal of the apes. Like, yeah. That just is that scene of like, you know, they're if you think you know, thinking about this realistically, like this whole beginning of the movie, how terrifying it must be to be in a you know, realistic situation where you do not know where you are. You know, you have been traveling for two thousand years at this point. Yeah, you don't know. You know, there's been some kind of accident. You don't know if it's fucked up everything for you. You know, it, we're on this place. That seems deserted. We can breathe the air. Like, there's water. Yeah. Um, But they don't come across any, like, birds or bugs or animals or anything. Uh, you know, I didn't I didn't really notice. Like, there, there are nothing but humans and apes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, they, when the first kind of life they do see is those terrifying fucking scarecrows, the giant forbidden yeah. zone. Like, yeah things and like all right so that like tells us okay there's something something lives here something you know vaguely humanoid yeah uh that has at least hunted at least you know something else that is using its skins to make fucking scarecrows um and then like just you know just this reveal after reveal of like okay there are humans here okay they're you know there's great Uh, we've come two thousand light years from home and it's the same bullshit, basically. It's another group attacking humans. Yeah. Like, we have to run for our lives. You know, nothing has changed, basically, in all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a long, like, winded way of just saying, like, it's 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 the uncanny. It's terrifying, yet familiar at the fucking same time. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. Like, I kind of appreciate the, the, the buildup to the apes. Yeah. But you know it's coming. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if it's like they're just like it's 
in, intentional pacing to build up your anticipation because you kind of know where it's going. But if they wanted to do that, don't call it Planet of the Apes. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Give it a different title so you kind of don't know where it's going. Like, is it some crazy monstrous thing or is it apes? Like, yeah. And also, like, Planet of the Apes, kind of a misnomer. I mean, like, really, we really only see, like, this one tiniest city of the apes by the water. Yeah. Uh, you know, are there more cities? Like, what's going on out? You know, mm -hmm. you know, give us a little more info. Yeah, where's the rest of everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess if they're they're implying that this is the way the world is. Oh fuck! I think we missed that shot that I was talking about. I oh, think well. so. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I I I dig the intentional pacing. Um. I think it works well in this. Like some movies, it really doesn't. Um, or is this a shot you're talking about? No, actually, I, th I do think it is still coming up because oh, I okay. forget how long they wander. <laughs> yeah, um, there needs to be more to this. this. Is it right here. Oh yeah, yeah. That that like solar flare going on. Yep. Or lens flare. Yeah. Like how awesome! Like a like a wide like fucking rectangle like poster of that. Shit, yeah. Like right here where it zooms out. Yep. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Bang. That's your money shot. <laughs> um, It's just so cinematic. Yeah. And I, I think, like you were saying, because it's so watered down by parody, everybody forgets that this is a movie-ass movie. Yeah. Like, it's, sure, it's hokey in its concept and some of the, like, the acting execution. Yeah, especially to us now. But the way they made the movie is no fucking joke. Yeah. Oh, man, like, it's just a barren wasteland, but it yeah. still looks amazing. Yeah. All right. You ready to get into some numbers here? Yeah, I'm still... I, or I you still want to talk about it more? No, because I haven't, like, pinged a legitimate gripe, I think. Like, you know, it, the, the uh, beginning my, is My gripe long. is the acting. Yeah, it I mean... Is, I, I, it I, is hokey. I guess, I guess that would probably be it. I mean, I, I can't fault the makeup. Like, it seems some of the... They do get a little like carried away with like the, the like the the references to like normal kind of human society that like oh it's flipped for gorillas like yeah um what do they say uh a, you know a, a gorilla human for see all human season. do yeah human see human do like things like that like all right we get it like yeah yeah um so, I wonder yeah. if the book was like that or if they added a lot I do, I actually have a graphic novel based on the original uh. A story that I have not read. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to know if like there's that that like I, cheese to it. I guess it's more of like just a straight up like city of apes. Like it's like what you would expect a normal like American city to be, but like it's just apes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I guess like the the Tim Burton ending is kind of more in line with the uh, ending of the book. I don't really remember the tim burton one that much most people don't because it's it's better off not I, in your brain i went to the theater and saw it yeah so did i because i was excited they were making a planet of the apes and then who oh boy yeah, I, don't, I don't remember hating it but it's just it, like it never stuck with me oh it's it's i i didn't hate it at first but then like a, ooh, pardon me upon rewatching, like it does get worse and worse and like oh really 
the the ending of the movie is so bad. I remember that because I, I, I bought everything. Like because this is when like VHS and like DVDs were just dirt cheap. Yeah. Uh, I remember I bought it when it came out. And it came with a little card that actually explained the ending of the movie to you. Oh. Yeah. Like, it had a little diagram that showed, like, why, like, how, like, because Marky Mark leaves the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And then, like, after he leaves, it's implied that fucking Tim Roth leaves. His ape character leaves. And then, yeah. like, when Marky Mark gets back, like, he finds, you know, oh, everything is a planet, you know, a Planet of the Apes now. Yeah. Which is, I guess, what happens in the real, in the in the book. Um. Yeah, don't watch the Tim Burton fucking remake. It's I don't shit. need I don't need Marky Mark in my monkey movie. Uh, I will say the second remakes are awesome. Oh, the ones with uh, yeah. Andy Serkis. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, is it Rise, Dawn, and War for the Planet of the Apes? I yeah, think so. Yeah. 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 I didn't see any of them. Uh, and, oh, dude. And I don't know, man. Like. It's those came out when I was just in horror mode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like but Dawn is the second one. Mm-hmm. It is like the it dude. <laughs> fucking watch Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah? Yeah. Uh I will say probably the first one is it might be my least favorite of the three. Um Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I, I think it came out in like two thousand was it the like same year? Five-ish, like, wasn't it? I think it might have been the same year as Dark Knight. Might have been. So uh, like maybe 2008, 2000... Yeah, yeah. Shit, we have... Stop just randomly fucking... I mean, but where's the fun in that? Um. Oh, good. We just saw Charlton Heston's dick. Yeah. <laughs> Dong in a G-rated movie. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It. Uh, the second one of those movies is amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, they're, they're, that's when they're really like kind of like balancing the human and, and ape story. Well, that's so that whole thing is kind of where the third movie of like the original series is kind of their thing, right? Where it's it's the it's the catalyst for the apes taking over, right? No, the first it's it's really it's kind of its own thing. Um, I mean, there is like a, there. I guess you could say... Or is it say, like a reboot? No, I guess you could say it is part of it because it does reference this space mission, like, taking off. And, like, the beginning of the movie, they, oh, like, they say, like, oh, you know, this mission is taking off. And they mention, like, Taylor and, you know, yeah. all their names. Um, but the first movie is about, like, the this virus that... Well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. The, the virus, <laughs> yeah. like, makes... You know the apes smarter. Um, it's okay. like an experiment that they're doing, and that like it leads to this virus that also like kills humans. Uh, it's like this deadly virus. Okay. Um, and then like as they in the third movie, you find out like if you survive that, there are actually like lingering effects that kind of don't take effect until later on, which would lead you know to these you know ends up to these why you get these humans in this movie. Okay. Why you don't have talking humans? Why you have dumb like primitive humans? Got it. Um, it is, um, but like the, the main story is basically about Caesar, like the leader of the apes. Like he's being challenged by like a fucking, you know, like a rebel, like kind of hothead fucking dude, Koba, who is just like, we could fucking crush these humans. 
Yeah. Like, let's just fucking kill them all, like, and just take everything and, like, let's just be in charge. Where Caesar's more like, no, we need to just, like, find a way to, like, just live in harmony. Like, yeah. you know, if, if we do that, it's just going to be bad. Like, no. Are the... Do the apes in that one, like, do they speak? Like, they're super intelligent enough to speak? Or they're doing, like, sign language monkey talk shit? I want to say... I want to say they're speaking by the second one, because they don't speak in the first one. You okay. find out that Caesar speaks at the end of the first one. Yeah. And I think in the second one, if they're not outright speaking, they're, like, communicating, like, with sign language. Okay. Definitely by the third one, there are monkeys that, like, speak. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, they, they are way, way better than they had any right to be. Like, they're just, they're fucking really good. Yeah. And I will say, again, the first one is probably the lesser of the three. The second one being a goddamn fucking masterpiece. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You've convinced me. <laughs> I'll watch. Third one, I'll watch your damn monkey movies. The third one they try. I think they tried to make too much like the second one, and it doesn't. It's it's okay. It just doesn't really like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's the Return of the King of the. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Of the, of the, the ape first. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong. Return of the King is a fucking banger, and I'll watch it anytime. <laughs> um, all right. All right. Let's throw down numbers now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hell, yeah. All right. For me, <clears throat> uh, fuck, man. I, like, I'm going to give this a fucking nine. Damn, son. I love this movie. I love these movies. Like there, there is the inherent hokiness like to it. Yeah, I think if you can accept that, like these are fucking amazing movies. Like I, I just these are like a cornerstone of my like movie like growing up like childhood like mm-hmm. you know, not even childhood. I would say like adolescence. Like because I really yeah. like didn't come in like didn't really like start to love them until like high school. Yeah. Um, I'm also I'm gonna rate it high. I can't go a nine. Yeah, like. Charlton Heston is that bad, <laughs> and like some of the, like the, like the inherent hokiness that we were talking about, like is that bad where it knocks it down to like a seven five really for me, Damn. which is which is still fucking good. Yeah, like that's yeah. a good. I feel that's a good score. See, Charlton Heston doesn't get on my nerves that much because like the, as hokey he was and, killing me. Yeah, like I can still <laughs> laugh at it and enjoy it. Like, yeah. The best, I mean, like he can, you know, the 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 fact that he can laugh at himself, like in Wayne's World too. Yeah, is um, <laughs> can we get a better actor in here? Like, <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, I, I remember a girl that was on Pine Street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I, there were just there were better options at yeah. the time for this. Like, I think Robert Redford could have nailed that shit. Yeah. He, yeah, that would have been good. Could have brought enough drama without overdoing it and he's still i mean this is what 68 68 yeah robert redford was a fucking household name like i mean charlton heston was fucking charlton heston but i mean what was his big one before this probably fucking uh the ten commandments right that I think that's his like that's biggest. his crowning achievement yeah, i would think i think that's like his biggest one of all that was like the 50s was it? I thought that was the early '60s. I want to say it was the like late '50s. That movie's been. older than I, I think most people recognize. Yeah, um, Ben Hur maybe. 
Was he in Ben Hur? Yeah, Judah Ben Hur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. He's j- he has a, a style that is just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I think no, is what I, it is. I, I can definitely understand that. Like it, he is. I think he's way I, over the top. I think he's good for theater. Yeah, he, yeah, he's theater acting in in, in a movie. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Where like you have it's the to, heavy emoting. You and, have to be big. Yeah. Donner yeah. is just grumbling back there. He's uh. <laughs> he's more of a new school. Uh, yeah, acting, new, yeah, new school yeah. approach kind of guy. <laughs> All right. You ready for some trivia? Let us do the trivia. All right. There was a lot of trivia in this uh, this section here. I'm gonna edit this out because my wife sent me a picture. Oh, it's uh. It's our son playing video games, uh, soaking his feet in the foot bath that I got her for Christmas. <laughs> Look at this son bitch. <laughs> That's amazing. Is that the kids have it so good today? <laughs> Holy Christ! When I was his age, I'm out there in a plastic lawn chair in my living room. <laughs> You're like... sitting on the floor. Yeah. You kidding me? <laughs> So video game chair. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ass on the floor, back against the fucking bottom of the couch. Do you remember? Till my ass went numb. Horrible ass nineties video game chairs. The the like half moon shaped. Yes, thing. yeah, they, they came the, back. Did they really? They are current. Oh god, those were the worst back then. Yeah, I don't know if you remember the ones that had speakers built into them. <laughs> yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That. If you don't know what we're talking about, it's basically like a check mark that you sat in. <laughs> it's a Nike swoosh. Yeah, yeah, with like a rounded ass. And like they were They would cripple you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cuz like the seat was like an inch off the ground. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. And it was um you basically had to get your ass onto the floor and then like hop your ass up into the chair. Uh and then like it would rock, so like if you would rock too far, you would go flipping back over yep. like yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. We had one of those. We had like one of the dirt cheap ones too. It was like hard plastic. Uh, I have spent countless. I, I I know both of the chairs. Like I have spent thousands of hours of in, <laughs> hours in. The first one was like this old, old, old like sixties old <laughs> heavy metal and like padded leather folding chair oh. with like ten pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was in my room when I was a kid. I remember sitting on that, like, playing video games just constantly. Yeah. And then, like I said, later on, I had the, this this chair at my parents' house and then, like, in my first apartment before I actually had, like, a couch in front of, like, you know, like a video game system. Yep. It was a plastic, a green, like, heavy plastic, like, outdoor. I still have the chairs out back. The same kinds <laughs> of chairs. Yeah, like, lawn chair that would, yeah, just fucking... Yep. It had the perfect arms on it, so you could just sit there right in front of the TV. Yeah. <sighs> Did you have that friend who, for some reason, had a school chair in their house? Little fucker, yeah. 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 Where'd you get that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck, man? Did you find that in the woods somewhere? I know every now and again they would like sell shit off at our school if they got like new furniture in, so maybe it was probably yeah. one of those. But like it's just like the fucking hard plastic with the metal frame. You have somebody with like a fucking... desk. You fucking nerd. You need yeah, a school the desk, desk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to trivia. 
Oh. All right, folks, before we get to the trivia segment of the podcast, we want to take a second to tell you about our friends over at Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web and topics that you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. <laughs> That's right. Uh, for the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Uh, you can browse articles from topics that you choose and start playing. Uh, stop scrolling and start listening to the web. Uh, you can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Cardassians from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> it will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. Uh, it, it, it's Star Trek specific. You can get yes. right down to it. Yep. Uh, they even have podcasts as well, believe it or not. Uh, you can explore trending podcasts from over 80 different countries. Uh, I will let you in on a little bit of a secret. Uh, you're going to find uh, the Big Dumb Monsters podcast there as well. Um, I actually have been uh, using this. Uh, I've been using Newsly to actually listen to the podcast lately. Have you really? Yes, I have. Well, believe it or not, I have. Uh, they even have digital radio at Newsly. Uh, you can download and use Newsly for free now at www.newsly.me. And uh, use the promo code DUMBM, and you will get a one-month free premium subscription. Uh, so check them out. Head over to newsly.me uh, and tell them, you know what? Tell them the Big Dumb Monster saying it. Yeah, do the thing. And now, back to the trivia. During breaks in filming, actors uh, made up as different ape species tended to hang out together. Gorillas with gorillas, orangutans with orangutans, uh, chimps with chimps. It wasn't required. It just naturally happened. I do remember hearing about that. Yeah. Which I think makes sense because they're in groups in the movie. So, like, I'm working with you. I'm going to try to build a rapport with you. Yeah. Also, probably, like, those they're are... On, on set at the same time. Yeah, you're probably doing makeup at the same time. Like, yeah. same people doing your makeup. Like, yeah. So you're just naturally in a, in a group that way, I, I would, uh, you know, assume anyway. Yeah. Uh, Roddy McDowell, an experienced actor, recommended uh, to his companions in makeup that they should frequently add ticks, blinks, and assorted facial gestures to add a sense of realism to keep the makeup from appearing mask-like. Uh, McDowell reportedly became a merry prankster with makeup, driving home with his makeup on and shocking some of the drivers on the freeway. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I did notice that he did he did a lot of like, you know, movement and stuff when he wasn't talking. Yeah. And, and he that's, hissed and like huffed a lot. Yeah. And that's um that's also like a, a really big makeup quality thing. Is like if you can emote through it. Yeah. That's a good makeup job. And they definitely can. Like you see a lot of their parts move. Yeah, yeah. Uh, ba -ba -ba -ba. Uh, all the ape actors and extras were required to wear their masks even during breaks and in between shots because it took so much time to make them. Uh, because of this, meals were liquefied and drunk through straws. That sounds miserable. Yeah. Here's your uh, liquid Reuben, sir. <laughs> oh, <Yeah>. God. God. <laughs> We got the extra wide straw that you requested. <laughs> oh, chunks are... Like, you know how, like, you, you, if you're drinking, like, a strawberry milkshake, you get that chunk of strawberry through? Yeah. Imagine that with corn beef pastrami. and pastrami. <laughs> sauerkraut. <laughs> like, 
just chugging Russian dressing. Oh, <laughs> oh fucking the other day. We were... I should not say chugging Russian dressing and then you go, <laughs> oh man, let me tell you. No, we were watching, my dad was watching a college bowl game the other day. Yeah. And it was the Duke's Mayo Bowl. <laughs> What the fuck is Duke's Mayo? I, I, yeah, I go, how How do you sell enough non-Hellman's mayonnaise <laughs> to, to sponsor a bowl game? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's um, got to be a regional thing. It's got to be the South thing. But, like, A, one of the announcers got in trouble for saying a bunch of racist stuff that I apparently wasn't paying attention to when the game was on. What? Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're down here in El Paso with all the illegal immigrants. <laughs> yeah. You're saying stuff like that. What the but at one point, um, they were, like, doing shots of the crowd, and they were chugging fucking Duke's oh, mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> and it's so, just these drunk, Fuck. yeah, like, Ugh. you know, like, ta- all tailgated up football fans just chugging that's warm some, mayonnaise. That's some straight buffalo shit. Yeah, the El Paso heat. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to slam somebody through a table and chug a gallon of mayonnaise. Ugh. El Paso or Western New York. <laughs> fucking scumbags. <laughs> oh. Ugh. I don't want to go on anymore. I don't even just, mean with this show. I mean like just with I'm my done. life. Yeah, I am done. Uh, you see one human chugging mayonnaise, and that's it's all over. Ugh. All right. Uh, Charlton Heston was sick during much of the filming of this uh, with the flu. Uh, rather than wait for him to get better, the producers felt that his hoarse voice added something to the character of Taylor. According to Heston's diary, after filming the scene where Taylor and Nova are forcibly separated, he wrote that he was feeling like hell while shooting because of his illness and felt even worse, quote, Every time that damn fire hose hit me. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, oh, man, I really feel like shit, guys. I got the flu. Oh. oh yeah. Going to work for get, 12 hours. Get in this lo- cage, and I'm hitting you with a fire hose. Yeah, we're gonna. you're going to wear a loincloth all day, and we're going to hit you with a fire hose every 15 minutes. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's like the fucking scene from UHF. <laughs> Who wants to drink from the fire hose? <laughs> Oh, man. That sucks. Um, Rod Serling admitted that he spent well over a year and 30 or 40 drafts trying to translate the novel to the screen. And until I saw this the other day, I did not know that Rod Serling helped write this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it it should come as no surprise because it is very Twilight zone Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's got that yeah, the whole like yeah, twist. Oh, right. it's, it's got yeah, it's, I mean, it's got the twist ending, but it's just vibey, like yeah. it's Twilight Zone vibey. Yeah, I could see that. Where everything that is supposed to be normal is the exact opposite. It's a fucking cage. It's bamboo cages. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the makeup team consisted of over eighty makeup artists. Which is a lot. 
Yeah, well, I mean, you think about the level of makeup. I mean, like, there's so many actors, like, you know, there's different, like, levels of the makeup, too. Like, you have the, the you know, the main screen actors. Yeah. You have, like, the mid, you know, mid-range actors and then, like, the background people. So there's different, yeah. like, types of masks. and Yeah, like, the background guys are probably just got a latex mask on. Yeah. Yeah, basically, like, a Don Post, like, Halloween mask they're just yeah. throwing on. Yep. <laughs> the old silver shamrock. Yeah. Um... <laughs> This film contains Charlton Heston's first nude scene, and getting to his age, I hope the last. Thanks, Chuck. <laughs> Thanks for showing your dong. Uh, that is the sound of drugs. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, during the crash sequence, two very recognizable sound effects are heard. The first is a rocket-like sound of the Batmobile starting up from the television series Batman from 1966. <laughs> And the second is a roaring whine of the engines of the Jupiter 2 from the original television series Lost in Space. <coughs> okay. Um, I dig it. Yeah. Uh, I am always down for something that references Batman 66. Because that show... You was... were going to enjoy the better known ass segment of this podcast. Oh, yeah? Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, Ingrid Bergman regretted turning down the role of Zira as it would have given her the opportunity to act without relying on her beauty. Because Ingrid Bergman was a fucking smoke show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, who's, oh, her daughter is famous. It's um, is Isabella Rossellini? I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that I believe that is correct. Yeah. Fucking mm -hmm. female Dave Foley. I was going to say, looks exactly like Dave Foley. <laughs> <laughs> Or does Dave Foley look like her? I would say Dave Foley looks like her, probably. I think yeah. she's older than Dave Foley. By a little bit. Because uh, he would play characters, like, meant to be her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm th uh, there's the one that fucking Scott Thompson played, fucking Francesca Fiore. Yeah. He was a Bruno Punce Jones. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was so grisly. <laughs> Fuck. I fucking love that show. <laughs> I was watching the of the uh yesterday from the new series, the, the episode three, the one with Doomsday DJ. Oh yeah. There was also the one with the Shakespeare bust that comes to life. It's like <laughs> spraying blood and guts everywhere. <laughs> oh god. Oh, God, that Doomsday <laughs> DJ sketch is yeah. one of the funniest things ever. What the hell is it? Roller Skate Key? Is it yeah. The fucking Here's song? Melody with Brand New brand new, Key. Brand New Key, yeah. <laughs> I've got it on good authority that uh, she's got a brand new pair of roller skates and then you've got the key. <laughs> oh, what's it? It's named like Maniac in the Morning or something. Yeah, it's something. Uh, <laughs> Maniac in the Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about his mutant child. Yeah, it was today is the fifth anniversary of the uh, what, the, what the fuck does he say? Uh, uh, the birth of my twins. Uh, you cannot imagine the pride and joy that uh, you know the pride that filled my wife's face when we looked upon our daughter, and then five minutes later, when the afterbirth came to life, grew teeth and gnawed off my daughter's arm. Oh, good. Luckily, the arm grew back, so who's the mutant now? <laughs> Who the f 
fuck makes TV like that? Like nobody. Just them. Such a shame. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> anyway, here's Melanie. Dude, with brand new. <laughs> <laughs> the look that, like, as soon as he stops talking. The... Dead. Yeah, the dead, cold <laughs> stare that goes over his face. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, where were we? All right, here we go. Uh, Bl- Blake Edwards was originally slated to direct the film, but dropped out prior to filming. Uh, I don't know if you know Blake Edwards. He did like a bunch of comedy movies like in the he, 70s and 80s. He did uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. And did he really? I think all the Pink Panther movies. He did, yeah, I think you're right. He also did um, uh, like Blake Edwards' A Fine Mess. He did um, this movie in the 80s with Bruce Willis and Kim Basinger, uh, Blind Date. I, oh, I believe that was I believe I that know. was him also. Wait, is that the one that was based off the game? No, no. Like he, Bruce Willis is like this like. Right, I'm not crazy, right? There was a Blind Date game and then there was a game show and then there was a movie based on it i don't know something no he was like this it was like this yuppie like businessman in la in the 80s and like yeah he gets set up on a date with kim basinger and like i forget who sets him up like you know whatever you do don't let her drink alcohol like she's you know she's crazy when she's drunk so don't let her drink alcohol and like they go out and he wants to fuck her so of course like he gives her a drink mm-hmm. uh and like she just turns into a goddamn nightmare oh, <laughs> like, awesome yeah, yeah yeah like on one drink yeah yeah Oof. all right um two statues of the lawgiver were constructed uh you'll love this uh one was put in a scene and later deleted and the other is seen in a museum after taylor escapes and tries to run away after production one of the statues ended up in arthur p jacobs backyard which i think he was the producer of this yes and the other ended up at the home of sammy davis jr <laughs> One of them then ended up at uh, Roddy McDowell's house. Oh, really? Where Dana Gould moved into, <laughs> who is a like a huge Planet of the Apes like fanatic. Yeah. So he, he used to say like he said like for a while like I just had this lawgiver statue like out by my pool. Like, That's awesome. I think he don't he donated it like to like the like the Hollywood like retirement home or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and our last fact here, uh, the, the filmmakers heavily debated the fact that the apes speak modern English, which Taylor understands, a clue that they are actually on Earth. Uh, in the original script, the apes were meant to have their own dialect, which Taylor learns while mute. Uh, so the audience understands the language, which would be presented as English uh, when he does. Uh, okay. But I mean, that's just kind of convoluted. Like, it's See, also this, like the map you can tell looks kind of like where Long Island like meets New York. Yeah. Also kind of a giveaway. Yeah. Was that like the Hudson right there? <laughs> <laughs> this can't be, you know, much less of a wasteland today. <laughs> uh, it could be, it could be Times Square in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a wasteland. <laughs> All right, we will move on to the better known as segment. Oh, all right. Uh, first up, we will start off with director Franklin J. Schaffner. Uh, he 
you know, director of this, but also some other pretty big movies. Holy directed, shit. Yeah, Patton. Uh, right after this movie, 1970, that was. Um, some of his later ones, not so much. He also directed The Boys from Brazil in 1978. Papillon in 1973. That's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, Dustin Hoffman, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patton, we mentioned 1977. That was right after Planet of the Apes in 1968. Uh, and really before that, nothing like pretty you know notable to us anyway. Yeah. Uh, looks like they did a test reel for Planet of the Apes in 1966. That shows up in a few people's uh, bios tonight. Uh, we will move on to Charlton Heston. <laughs> <laughs> Charlton, cold dead hands. Yeah. <laughs> um, like we mentioned, his his biggest, uh, you know, most known roles probably is Moses. Nineteen fifty six is the Shit. Ten Commandments. I told you, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, also no, uh, notable for uh, reading the lyrics to Cop Killer. Uh, on a <laughs> that's right <laughs> on the news on like a, it was like a congressional hearing or something yeah. wasn't it yeah yep. yeah him and Dan uh, Quayle he played Zayas in the 2001 Tim Burton uh, Planet of the Apes which I believe should just get the uh, Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull treatment and then it just doesn't exist yeah 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 Doctor Zayas Doctor Zayas <laughs> Doctor Zayas Doctor <laughs> Zayas oh God <laughs> Simpsons joke <laughs> help me Doctor Zayas. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be stuck in your fucking head all day. Uh, he was the football commissioner in, in Any Given Sunday, which that movie had, like, everybody in it. Yeah. Um, let's see. He did some narrigation. Narriga- what? Yeah. Narragansett? That's not a word. Uh, some narration in Armageddon, uh, 1998. Uh, let's see. He did some voice work in Disney's Hercules. Uh, he played Hamlet in 1996. Uh, that's right. He's in in the Mouth of Madness, 1994. That is a awesome, awesome movie. I love that movie. Where the fuck is Charlton Heston in that? He's like his book publisher, so uh, Sam Neill's book publisher, isn't he? Maybe. That's what I, th- I believe. So, Jackson Harglow. I love that fucking movie. Though. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, True Lies he is in also. He shows up. I think he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's boss in that. Uh, he shows up very briefly in Tombstone. Uh, we mentioned Wayne's World 2 in 1993. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Man for All Seasons, 1988. Dynasty. Uh, Dynasty and the Colbys. It's spinoff, 1985 and 87. Actually, he thought he was on 49 episodes of that spinoff. Jesus Christ. Damn. Uh, Midway, 1976. He did a lot of disaster movies in the 70s, too. I mean, everybody did. Yeah, 1974. Airport, 1975. uh, Which was in 1974. Wow. Huh. Huh. How about that? Uh, Three Musketeers and the Four Musketeers. Oh, I forgot. That's another like iconic role right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardinal Richelieu. That one. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Soylent Green, nineteen seventy-three. It's people. It's made of people. Call of the Wild, nineteen seventy-two. We had to watch that, I believe, in English class in like eighth grade. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
uh, Anthony and Cleopatra, 1972. He played Mark Antony, uh, who he played earlier in his career, too. Uh, I forget what, but we'll get there. Uh, the Omega Man, 1971. I do enjoy that movie. That is... It's I Am Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with Charlton Heston and zombies instead of vampires. Yeah. Uh, that was the original movie version, right? Or was there one before that? There's a Vincent Price one, I think. It's before that, isn't it? Yes. Last yes, Man yes. on Earth? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was like the... I think it might be the first like interracial kiss on screen uh, in a movie, maybe. Which? The Omega Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of, anyway. It is maybe on film, yeah, but not on TV. It was Star Trek. TV, TV Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. He shows up briefly in Beneath the Planet of the Apes, uh, basically just because spoiler. He's like, I'll be in the movie only if you can kill me. And like, <laughs> this is the last one. Yeah. Uh, Julius Caesar. That's where he played Mark Antony earlier. That was 1970. Antony. Um. The Warlord. This shows up in a lot of people's. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, uh, bio tonight because it, it was uh, Frank uh, Schaffner's one of his like first movies, uh, if not his first movie. Uh, El Cid, nineteen sixty one. Ben Hur, nineteen fifty nine. Touch of Evil, nineteen fifty eight. That is an Orson Welles movie. Uh, that is, uh, you know, it's also a Judas claim. Priest song. <laughs> Uh, and then, yeah, probably his biggest role of all time, The Ten Commandments, 1956. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned this before. I do enjoy that movie. It's a lot of movie, though. Yeah, it's like, uh, it just never ends. It's like three and a half, <laughs> four hours long. <laughs> yeah, when they would play it on TV on Easter. Yeah. <laughs> it's all day. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I always watched a little bit of it, you know, at least. Um, well, yeah, because it had, like, Every fucking movie star in it, didn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, fucking what's his name? Yule Brenner, the guy that uh, yeah, uh, the Bill Hicks bit. It always reminds me. Fucking, he does a bit about uh, in the eighties. Yule Brenner did a bunch of like anti-smoking ads after he died, uh, <laughs> and like they they came out after he died. Oh, like, okay. You know, uh, you know, I'm Yule Brenner and I'm dead now. No, oh, Jesus yeah, Christ, smoking and like um. He would talk about like him and then like this runner guy. His name was Jim Fix, who like dropped dead of like a heart attack, like yeah. in his mid thirties. And like he was Mr. Healthy, like runner guy. Yep. And uh and like he would just talk about how like fucking uh, you know, he's like, you know, Yule Brenner just out of with you know, he's got two whores sitting on his cue ball knocking, <laughs> uh, his cue ball knocking, smoking, drinking, just fucking <laughs> You have Jim out in a dewy track at dawn every day. He's like, he goes, Yule would pass him on the way home. Like, oh, Yule, that life will catch up with you someday. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Bill Hicks. Yeah, I, I just butchered that bit. but Yeah, God, I get it. Yeah, Bill Hicks is a goddamn treasure. <laughs> oh, Yule, that life will catch up with you. Uh, and then he played Mark Antony again in 1950 in Julius Caesar. That was his second role. Mm. Uh, moving on Roddy McDowell uh, played Cornelius in this of course um, this is probably I would say his biggest you know role he's most known for um, aside from that I mean he's Peter Vincent we talked about him before in Fright Night yeah uh, which I, I do love that movie um, let's get these out of the way 
Um, he was he's been gone oh, twenty years now, maybe. Let's see, uh, nineteen ninety eight. Holy shit! Damn. Yeah, so twenty five years he's been dead. Uh, one of his last roles <laughs> was a voice role, nineteen ninety nine, in oh. Godzilla. The series, the animated series, it was based not, on the shitty '90s Godzilla movie. Yeah, that movie sucked, but that cartoon was all right. That's that's like the general like uh, you know kind of belief among fandom that that cartoon was awesome. Yeah, as shitty as that movie was, I don't remember yeah. that cartoon. Uh, but whatever, uh, fans are never wrong. Nah, <laughs> he also did some voice work uh, at a Bug's Life for Disney. Um, Let's see. That was 1998 as well. He did a lot of DC voice work, too. I forgot. He was Jervis Tetch, uh, a.k.a. the Mad Hatter, on the Superman animated series and in the Batman animated series. Um, Did some voice work in Pinky and the Brain. Six episodes there. Snowball. Snowball. It sounds like one of the other mice, maybe. I think Snowball might have been a cat in that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's been so long. I, I I used to religiously watch that fucking show, but he did uh, a couple of episodes of Gargoyles too. Uh, Sick. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, it looks like one uh, in the series, and then in uh, Gargoyles: The Goliath Chronicles. Uh, also did a voice in Duckman for an episode. So good. Um, Tracy takes on Jesus Christ. I did not know this until I was doing this. He was the voice of the Breadmaster in the '90s <laughs> Tick animated series. <laughs> I fucking loved that show, and the episode, the the first episode with the breadmaster, is one of the funniest episodes of that show. Oh, really? It's he's like this baking themed villain. Like he's uh, <laughs> his henchman is named Buttery Pat. Is just, he's just made of butter? Like it's just, yeah. Um, but there's a line from that first episode that I, I still will try to work in wherever I can today. Yeah. And it's like you know the tick finally catches up with the breadmaster, and he just goes. Chef of chicanery, your <laughs> buns are mine. Oh no! <laughs> you try to work that in? Yeah, I have said that <laughs> multiple times. You're a fucking savage. Yeah, yeah. I am the only person who gets that line. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. He was in the Dream On uh, sitcom on HBO. He did a voice on Camp Candy. And, and, and You're just going to skip over Two Stupid Dogs and SWAT Cats? Yes. Fuck you. <laughs> SWAT Cats was awesome. I don't remember SWAT Cats. SWAT Cats was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So it was like two cats who had like just oh like God. crazy tech. Yeah. And they were like vigilantes. It was awesome. Wow. I remember Samurai Pizza Cats. Uh, that was awesome. So take Samurai Pizza Cats and then adjust it for the extreme 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also did a voice on Darkwing Duck. Uh, did an episode of Quantum Leap. When you're uh, in trouble, an, you call on DW. Yeah, there was an animated Prince Valiant movie. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, which is probably a lot of people, Prince Valiant was the uh, comic strip you skipped over in the Sunday comics. It certainly was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bull cutting motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. This looks boring as fuck. I am not going to read this. <laughs> there are so many words. There's a lot of words here, and it, there's a lot of crosses. This looks a little Jesus-y. <laughs> I'm really here for the Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. 
more voice work. Pirates of Dark Water, five episodes. Oh, of that. that show was great. That was a cool show. I do remember that. Um, did two episodes of Matlock, which he proceeded with two episodes of Murder, Murder She Wrote. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, that was uh, he did Matlock in '87 and '89, and then Murder She Wrote in '85 and '89. Uh, Fright Night Part Two was in '88. I think Part One is '85. He might be uh, right. He's in the movie Overboard with uh, Goldie Hawn and, and Kurt Russell. I did not realize that. He's in that Remo Williams, or one of those Remo Williams movies. Didn't realize there was more than one. I don't, I know the name. I don't remember what the fuck those are. Yeah, like I remember Fred Ward being in that movie. And I, I don't remember much else past that. No. I think he's like a, is he like a superhero or something? I don't know. Were they like made for TV movies? This yeah, one was. TV movie. Yeah, I think the the first one was like a movie movie. Uh, back to Roddy McDowell. Let's see. He was a voice in the oh. GoBots movie in 1986. Oh. I remember Nugget. the Rock Lords. They were like these shitty fucking. They were Transformer rocks. They would just open up, and it's like, oh, it's a robot. Like, I remember those. Yeah. Shit toys. Garbage. Fucking GoBots. <laughs> They're the Kmart of the Transformers world. And they were. They really were. <laughs> uh, he was in Fantasy Island in five episodes uh, between 1979 and 1982. Shit. Was he on the fuckboat? Uh, he, uh, he might have been. Somebody, there was at least a couple <laughs> people who were on the fuckboat. Uh, he's in the animated Return of the King. Oh, shit. Yeah. 1980. My man Samwise Gamgee. Black Hole, 1979. An episode of Mork and Mindy, also in 1979. Buck Rogers, 1979. Trapper John. A lot of TV. Yeah, he did a lot of TV. Hey, the fuck boat. boat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Thief of Baghdad, 1978. He did two episodes of the Wonder Woman TV series uh, in 1977 and 78. Uh, he was in an episode of Laughing. I'm trying to like identify most of this shit, and like it's really not. He was in the Planet of the Apes series too, Galen. I don't, I don't know what most of this is anymore. Yeah, Macmillan and Wife, I know. He of course played Caesar uh, in the later uh, Planet of the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. Uh, Jesus Christ, he was in all the eight movies, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was. Either as Cornelius or Caesar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now we're just kind of like into the lead. Yeah, this is... This is where... Here we go. Hey! Two episodes of the Batman 1966 TV series. He was the bookworm. I do remember him. Nice. Uh, almost everybody in this movie was on the Batman 66 TV series. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in Cleopatra in 1963, playing Caesar Augustus. Uh, the Longest Day, 1962. Twilight Zone! Yeah, yeah. Twilight Zone, 1960. Well, like, this is back when, like, movies and, like, sh- you know, uh, stage acting were just, like, Shakespeare things. Yeah. So a lot of Shakespeare credits, like The Tempest. Uh, like, everybody has, like, Shakespeare credits in this. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, there was a lot of that, like, summer in the park yeah. kind of shit. Big Timber. <laughs> Macbeth, 1948. <laughs> he was in a movie called Big Timber and a movie called Tuna Clipper. <laughs> <laughs> the old Tuna Clipper. <laughs> I call him Big Tinder as well. <laughs> you can even call him Thunderhead if you want. <laughs> Son of Flicka. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> My friend Flicka was a horse movie. I think that is the oh one of the sequels. Anyway, yeah, yeah, there it Flicka. is. Uh, I don't think anybody cares about movies in 1941. There's got to be something somebody gives a shit about. Uh, we are just not those people. Yeah, it's not, it's not me. <laughs> First not roles me. in 1938, and I see Good ice. God. Uh. Next up, we have Kim Hunter, who played Zira in many of these apes movies. Um, that's probably her biggest known role. Get uh, the fuck out of here! Yeah, aside from that, that one. Yeah, <laughs> she was Stella in a Streetcar Named Desire. So that is a uh, who Marlon Brando is screaming for. Yeah, uh, that movie would have been much much better if she was an ape makeup in that movie. <laughs> Just saying, I had to watch that. And... Remember when Flanders is like tearing his shirt off, going Stella. <laughs> You Mark. put me through hell. That's <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, Simpsons episode where they do the musical called O Streetcar. <laughs> oh, Christ. I remember that's a great episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Simpsons references tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who are we talking? Oh, yeah. Kim Hunter. Yeah. Uh, she did a lot of TV, like a shitload of TV. Uh, like through most of her career, um, as mean, the world turns in the nineties, I think Law. we've discovered that like if somebody doesn't like fucking murder it in film, they're in some movies and then they just crush TV. Well, this also like was at a time when like basically you know there's way more people acting you know proportionally now than there were then. There's more projects now. There's more yeah. people. You know, yeah. so it's it a much smaller world. Um, so if you're in like you know something big, you're going to be in tons of other things too. So like everybody's credits in this are like a roadmap for like TV history. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but one of the things she was in in 1990. Oh shit! Was Murder, Murder she, she Wrote? Did an episode. Uh, coincidentally, not one of the ones with uh, Roddy McDowell. <laughs> Come on, guys, coordinate. What the fuck? Get with it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else was she in? The Rockford Files, 1979. Uh, Beretta, 1976. Ellery Queen. Ironside. Police Story. Police Story, Marcus. Like a lot of just these yeah. one-offs on TVs. These uh, are like those middling shows. Too, yeah, like... Love American Style. You yeah. have Mission Impossible. Uh, Night Gallery. Columbo. Yeah. Gunsmoke. Um, Mannix. Yeah, I'm not loving this. Yeah. Bonanza. Bonanza. Alfred Hitchcock hour. You got that going for you, I guess. I actually like Bonanza. I think it was, I never it was a really, good show. Yeah. They played it like I remember on the Family Channel when I was a kid. Yeah. Which is now uh, Freeform. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They'll play it on a lot of like uh, me TV. So if you go to like, yeah, yeah, if you go to like the the really sketchy hot dog Charlies and uh, <laughs> fucking 
Cahos like it's that's on the TV there because they won't pay for cha- uh, cable yeah, or go to a relative's house who's over the age of sixty. It's, yeah, it's on. Yeah, if Fox News isn't on, it's me TV. Yeah, like it's yeah. not even a real channel. Like, <laughs> it's, yeah, they get it somehow. Yeah, I don't they, know. They, I don't yeah. know how you get me TV. <laughs> I know, like, if I'm clicking through like on the website, it's way up in like the twelve hundreds, <laughs> like way the fuck up there. <laughs> I don't think they show a TV show. From before 1970. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on. We have Maurice Evans, who played Dr. Zayas. Um, Again, probably his biggest, you know, biggest known role. Uh, He was also in Rosemary's Baby. And The Jerk. Uh, Yeah. And The Jerk. 1969. The Fuck Boat. Boat, 1980. Fantasy Island, 1978. Streets of San Francisco. Columbo, both 1975. Uh, Six Million Dollar Man looks like a TV movie yet, 1973. Uh, he was in 12 episodes of Bewitched. Nice. Again, me TV. Yeah. <laughs> or Nick at Night. Yeah. Uh, he was in The Mod Squad for an episode. Rosemary's Baby, 1968. Same year as this, Planet of the Apes. There's an episode of I Spy. And again, two episodes of Batman 66 as The Puzzler. I don't remember The Puzzler. It's the fucking Riddler when they couldn't get the Riddler. Uh, oh, is that what it was? Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can't get fucking, uh, what's his name, Frank Gorshin this week. Yeah. Or, uh, John Aston. So, fuck uh, it, you're The Puzzler. <laughs> oh, that's right. That was John Aston. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he played Macbeth uh, in Macbeth in 1960. Uh, again, The Tempest in 1960. It's the same one that Roddy McDowell was in. Uh, Dial M for Murder, 1958, the Alfred Hitchcock movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Macbeth again in 1954. King Richard, 1954. Hamlet, 1953. Jesus. Scrooge, 1935. Uh, and that's it for probably stuff of note. His first movie... White Cargo, 1929. That seems racial. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's, or like cocaine. Uh, it's the it's 29, so probably not. Yeah. Ooh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The manager. Rubber plantation implies South America. The manager of a rubber plantation marries a native and she tries to poison him. Oh, boy. Yeah, that could go either way. <laughs> I'm going to say it's racial. I am not gonna. <laughs> I am not convinced that it's not drug-related. Yeah. All right. I mean, that was back when the shit was still in Coca-Cola. Yeah. <laughs> James Whitmore. He, I believe, was the president of the assembly in this. Um, his most notable role was Brooks Hatlin in Shawshank Redemption. He was so good there. Yeah. Yeah, that is a heartbreaking, heartbreaking role. Yeah. Um, and, and just a great, great movie in general. It really is. Like, that's yeah. that's one of the best movies ever made. That, I, uh, there's very few movies that, that I can put into this category. A Sunday afternoon movie. Yes. Yep. 100%. Yeah, because that's more of like a, you know, relaxing, like, kind of like, just you know, you're not going to get too riled up. We're like a Saturday afternoon movie. You want a little action, like yeah. I want going to go out and do something later. You know, yeah. I want I want more story on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
I, I, I want a little drama maybe on a Sunday what where I'm like, I keep I keep hearing my wires like touching shit. I think it's your headphone wire touching your mic stand. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to like get away from it and I don't know. Just I don't know. Flip I'm it over your shoulder. Goddamn mess. Yeah. Uh let's see. Where are we? Jesus Christ. Who are we talking about? Oh, the guy who played Brooks Hatlin. His name was James, James Whitmore. Whitmore. Whew, we're back. Yeah. Um he was in fun with Dick and Jane with uh Jim Carrey and uh forget the girl's name that was 2005 i don't know an episode of csi in 2007 uh the majestic also with jim carrey 2001 the relic in 1997 i don't think i've seen the relic me neither i know i've seen the cover for the relic a million times that was like a tnt movie they played the relic a lot i never saw it though uh, Nuts, yeah. 1987. That's a Barbara Streisand movie. You okay back there, buddy? I don't know what the hell he's doing, but he's he's going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Adventures of Mark Twain, 1985. Oh, I remember. That's an animated movie. Adventures of Mark Twain? Yeah, I vaguely remember. Uh, yeah, now I definitely... It's stop motion claymation. Ah. Uh... Yeah. I definitely remember seeing this shit. Uh, I may have seen that. It's very weird. It looks it. I'm good on that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Oh, it's back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The White Shadow, (laughs) 1982 episodes of that. Mark, I love you. (laughs) Uh, I don't. Yeah, there's not smoke. There's not really a whole lot grabbing me here, man. Yeah, the Virginian. Tora, Tora, Tora. That's a fucking great movie. Yeah, yeah. 1970. I thought that movie was like the late 50s, early 60s. 1970. Jesus. Uh, I think I kept him just to show like the craziness of like the credits. Because like this is a guy who was like in this movie for like two seconds. Yeah. And he's in like you know Bonanza, like we said Gunsmoke, um, just all these you know just huge things again. Because there just wasn't many, you know, weren't many people in in, in acting at the time. Yeah. Uh, anything else? No, that's probably it. Rawhide, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone, Route 66. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Wagon Train. Oh, no Wagon Train. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> if I can't give up now, God Come damn on. It. Oklahoma, 1955. God damn. A lot of musicals. Kiss Me, Kate. Red Badge of Courage, 1951. And that's it. First role, Undercover Man, 1949. Moving on, Linda Harrison, who played Nova. Uh, I want yep. to say she was like the studio like executive's girlfriend or something like that. And oh, really? That's how she ended up in the movie. <laughs> yeah. This is probably her most well-known role. Um she was still in stuff as of 2021, Midnight Massacre. Uh, she was in both Cocoon movies in the 80s. Is she still alive? Yeah, she is. I checked uh, earlier because I had the same question. I'm like, I thought she died. Yeah. Uh, nope. I thought everybody that was in Cocoon is dead. <laughs> she was also in Airport 1975. Uh, and it looks like it's a Wonder Woman short in 1967. Yeah. 
I, th- I think the greatest part about Cocoon is that you can watch the guy from the oatmeal commercials talk about his boner. <laughs> he was like 49 when they filmed yeah. that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks fucking harsh. Yeah. God damn. Life dude. was not kind to Wilford Brimley. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love him, though. Uh, next up, we have Lou Wagner, who played Lucius. Uh, he was the, the teenager, teenager that uh, uh, fucking Charlton Heston was giving advice to. Yeah. Uh, keep him flying. <laughs> I <keep> saying that. <laughs> Charlton uh, Heston, father of punk. Yeah. Oh, I gotta, I gotta remember that. I gotta make that happen. Uh, let's see. He was in My Name is Earl, 2006. Uh, Yes, Dear on CBS. That was 2003 through, two, uh, th- yeah, 2000 through 2006. Um, he did a lot of TV one-offs. He was an episode of Coach, L.A. Law. He's in Star Trek Deep Space Nine and The Next Generation. Hell yeah. Uh, one episode each. The Golden Girls, Hunter, Chips, Quincy. Uh, Matt Helm, Happy Days, Columbo. So again, like these people who are just in, you know like inconsequential in this movie, have these huge like careers on like yeah all of the shows like Dragnet, nineteen sixty seven, Mayberry, RFD, yep, uh, Lost in Space. Uh, that was his second role, nineteen sixty seven. Uh, moving on, we have Woodrow Parfrey. That's uh, a fucking name. Yeah. <laughs> he was Maximus in this again. Like, who the fuck was Maximus? Uh, but he's on all kinds of shit. He was in Remington Steel in 1984. Uh, the new Mike Hammer. I saw I saw one of his credits up at the top, and I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna gush a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's in Quincy. He's in The Sting. Two, Two. Uh, uh, 1983. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, the Fall Guy, 1983 also. Um, sorry, we got to see all. Yeah, IMDb is doing us dirty yeah, now. I, I did open these earlier. Uh, using used cars, that is a, um, I think it's, um, Christ, what is his? Kurt Russell, that's a Kurt Russell movie. Thank you. That's oh, Jesus. The, yeah. Um, Barnaby Jones. Dallas, yeah, Barnaby Jones. WKRP in Cincinnati, BJ and the Bear, um, ABC After School Special, Beretta, Little House on the Prairie, Charlie's Angels, uh, Kojak, Eight is Enough, Police Story, Outlaw, oh, Josie Wales. motherfucking Wells! <laughs> Fucking classic Clint Eastwood Western. That is almost the perfect Western. He is also, aside from that, he's also in Dirty Harry as well. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen all of Outlaw Josie Wales. Dude. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I, as a massive Clint Eastwood fan and Western fan, that movie is a little long in the tooth. Yeah. They could have chopped some of it out. But everything that's in it is good. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta gotta sit down and watch it. Um, Yeah. um, This guy, uh, Woodrow Parfrey, plays the, the carpetbagger, the guy... Who's selling the fucking the magical cure all tonic shit? The guy in the white suit, Joe yeah. spits on his fucking lapel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, how's it do with stains? 
Uh, and yes, he has also in Dirty Harry in 1971. Uh, I've been scrolling through like a lot of just like one-off TV credits. Yeah. Um, that might be really it as far as the big stuff. Yeah. Bewitched shows up again. Like I said, it's all the same shows. Like well, I mean, there were only shows. so many shows. Lost in Space, Hogan's Heroes. Two episodes of Hogan's Heroes. Again, he played... Woo! <laughs> Three episodes of Batman 66. He was Vincent Van Gogh, the fucking Van Gogh themed fucking uh, villain. Uh, Get smart. They had this, an episode of they had the dumbest fucking villains on yeah. this show. Uh, we it's got Vincent so Price. Cool. Who's he going to be? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Egghead. Great. Yeah. <laughs> he likes eggs. <laughs> He's in five episodes of The Man from Uncle. Uh, my favorite Martian, Honey West, The Fugitive. Warlord. He was in an episode of The Monsters. Shit, yeah. Um, my Three Sons, Perry Mason. Just all this, oh, The Untouchables, all this classic TV. Gunsmoke. Uh, I don't, yeah. We're yeah, gonna, I'm, we're I'm gonna, losing we're, it. Yeah, we're going to go. <laughs> we... Also, another backstory. We ordered food before this, and my sandwich is sitting there, and I am so <laughs> hungry right now. I didn't want to tear that sandwich up. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Just gnaw the ass off a chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Burton is up next. He was Dodge. Uh, oh, boy. They, those are some fucking titles. Yeah. he Dodge is probably his most notable role. Uh, he was also in Get Christy Love. Um, Coffee, 1973. Uh, he did an episode of Night Gallery, 1972. He was an episode of The Partridge Family. Um, McLeod, Bewitched, two episodes. Uh, My Three Sons. Dragnet. He played, was in, again, two episodes of Batman 66. Fuck yeah. Playing Shamrock. I want to say he was like a henchman for somebody. I don't know who... The villain would be, though. I don't know. Yeah. Shamrock? Um, let me see. Do we get, like, the... I'll be a mummy's uncle. It's okay. It's not a, like, Irish-themed villain. Uh, Is he just working for the Joker? Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I'd honor... Um... Donna Reed, 1966. And that's it. He was on The Fugitive also. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Hold on. Control, <laughs> shift, T. Uh, I suppose I should fucking read it now. <laughs> Norman Burton. Uh, who the fuck was he? Oh, he's in Diamonds Are Forever. That's why. Yeah, he played Felix Leiter. And Diamonds Are Forever. He's also in Bloodsport. Fuck uh, yeah. 1988. Uh, he's in The Towering Inferno in 1974. Uh, an American Ninja 5. His final role, American Ninja 5 in 1994. Can you imagine how that, that's how your career ends? An American Ninja 5. Any of them. But in 1986, he was also on Murder, Murder She Wrote. <laughs> Uh, a lot of 80s TV, Simon and Simon, Facts of Life, Chips. Uh, I thought he might have been on the fuck boat. <laughs> Did an episode, nine episodes of Wonder I wonder, Woman. 
how are we going to tie the fuck boat into our merch? <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beretta shows up for like the fourth or fifth time tonight. Jesus Christ. Kojak, the Terminal Man. I remember I read that book in high school. Uh, yeah, Diamonds Are Forever. I don't think he likes that we're mocking him. Yeah. And that will do it for the better known ass segment of All right. the show. Crap shoot. Yeah. Fuck boat. Is he trapped in here? Is that why he's barking? I don't think so. Uh, he can get around. The Is the door closed? I mean? Oh, yeah. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to say about this. Like, I mean, I love this movie. Like, I'm just at first crapshoot. Like, I don't know what to say in the crapshoot. I mean, here. it's a. All we can really say is like it's it's a good movie. It's a it's a cultural touchstone. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think like this. I think is like key. Not only if you're like a sci-fi fan, but I think if you're like a horror or monster fan, like I think this is like a kind it's, of like a required viewing. It's entry well. level. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, like it, it is one of those things where like the cultural references, like you're probably already aware of so much of the movie, but like, yeah, give it a shot if you haven't seen it. Cause it is a great movie. Yeah. It's, it's really good. No, you can't have the napkin either. Um, <laughs> he's pissed. Yeah. Hey buddy. Um, oh man, I watched, um. Pepsi, where's my jet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. About like the Pepsi contest. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty fucking good. <laughs> just yeah, like I don't know why they broke it up into four episodes. Uh, maybe just to make it appeal to the the binge crowd. Yeah, yeah, most um, likely. But it was it was pretty well done. Like actually, it was really well done. It was huh. Very entertaining. I don't know if anybody out there is like a like a pop culture nerd as as much as i think we are yeah um but like that was huge like because they're showing all these old commercials i'm like i remember that one and you i know, do like, remember that contest and i remember the, like it changing halfway through where they said like uh you can't actually win the jet yeah well they yeah. changed the commercial twice yeah because of it um which i mean is like a major plot point of the um the documentary but yeah because it was originally seven million pepsi points and then it was 700 million Pepsi points. And then the the next time they changed it, it was 700 million Pepsi points. Just kidding. Yeah. 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 Because <laughs> they fucked up. Yeah. You know what? They owed that motherfucker a jet. A jet. Yeah. You told him he'd win a jet. All he needed was the points. Yeah. And I mean, I get where they're coming from because like they're a corporation. They got to wash their ass. They meant it to be a joke. You didn't say it was a joke. Yeah, exactly. You advertised this as a contest, as a thing I could win. Yeah. Where's my jet? But it wasn't in the catalog, I guess. So, <laughs> which is where you order your shit from. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's ticky tacky, but they would have because like this that whole thing actually really did do a lot of damage to the reputation. Yeah. They would have been better off buying that dude a fucking jet. <laughs> for sure because they it would have just all gone away like because yeah because in the in the process of them like fighting it they dug up a lot of dirty shit that pepsi has done 
like this crazy um, contest in the Philippines that they did, which was like basically a lottery system. Really? Yeah. Like they they get all all into it in the in the documentary, which it's fucking grim, dude. Like Pepsi's kind of dirty. Yeah. Which I mean, they're a giant corporation. They're dirty by default. (laughs) Um. But yeah, check that out. I I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, let me see. What have I watched? I've seen like I have and I haven't seen shit recently because I've been like I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Oh, I just realized today's Sunday. Fucking new episode of Tulsa King. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started it yet. It's so ridiculous, but I am so hooked on it. Is it just? It's is it in on the joke? No, I don't think so. Is that what makes it better? Yeah, I think it does. Because <laughs> it's by the same guy who does like Yellowstone, so like he's definitely playing yeah. to a crowd. Yeah, and I think they're like that crowd is just all in on it. Like I, I slowed down on Yellowstone. Like I, I loved what I saw of it, but I only saw up to episode five because then I was like, I was talking to Shelly. I was like, Hey, I'm really enjoying this show. Do you want to watch it with me? I'll restart this whole thing yeah yeah and she was like yeah we can do that and we just never have so i've i've been like stuck at episode five yeah i'm like dying to keep watching it (laughs) um yeah i forget where i was going with that but yeah i tulsa king tulsa king i i god damn it i love this stupid show (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's fine yeah um Trying to th- did I watch something horror-y recently that I did not enjoy? I, I watched like 75% of VHS and I f- fucking didn't care. Really? Yeah. Oh man. I don't know if maybe I gotta get all the way through it for a payoff of some sort. Uh maybe. I don't know. Because it, it all just looked like poorly made vignettes. Give the second one a shot then, maybe, because I, I yeah. think that's probably the highlight of the entire uh yeah. the entire series. Um, we watched Bodies, 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 which I guessed the like ending of like 20 minutes into it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, the, the, more of a thriller, I would say, than a horror movie. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's like a comedy. Time. It's like a parody of like, like Pete Davidson's in it. It's all like about like these fucking shitty like you know not even millennials at this point i don't even know what you'd call them gen zers like zoomers yeah no yeah. Z- is it like I the influencer remember. crowd type yeah yeah they're just all like gen y i think yeah it's kind of like a murder mystery and then like 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 i said 20 30 minutes i'm like this is exactly what's happening yeah and then sure enough yeah i was right yeah <laughs> that kind of takes a lot of the fun out yeah yeah especially when it's like obvious yeah. And you're not like, hmm, I wonder if it's this. And you're like, oh, it's obviously fucking that. Um I know I have like I know we've watched stuff. I just honestly like nothing has been a long time. Yeah, yeah. We also also haven't like sat down in a while. It's been two weeks? Three three weeks? Three weeks. It's been too it's many been weeks. Three weeks? Uh, yeah. I think it was two. Maybe. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. So, time for socials? Yeah. All right. 
uh, www.bigdumbmonsterspodcast.com and or www.bigdumbmonsters.com. Same website, different URL. Depends <laughs> on your preference. Doesn't matter. Yeah, have Adam. Take a pick. Yeah. Choose choose your poison. Um, do you want to email us anything? Uh, suggestions for the show, suggestions for beers we should drink, criticisms of the show. I don't you know, whatever. Um, you can do all that. Uh, BigDumbMonsters at gmail.com. Um, if you weren't on Facebook, we are also on Facebook. Big Dumb Monsters Pod. Uh, we are on Slasher, the all-horror social network, which is a great place to be. It's very chill. Um, Big Dumb Monsters podcast there. And we are on Steam, Big Dumb oh, Monsters. Yeah. That's right. So, I mean, we're not going to be on it all the time. But, <laughs> you know, hey, shoot us a, if, if you're on Steam, shoot us a message, and uh, maybe we can get some games going or something. Yeah. Uh, we are also on Instagram at big underscore dumb underscore monsters. And you can, of course, check out the show uh, on the slideshow forum uh, on our uh, YouTube channel, uh, the Big Dumb Monsters channel. Or uh, I think our handle is just Big Dumb Monsters on YouTube. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. So, yeah, go check us out. Oh, and you can also go to our T Public store. Yeah. Uh, buy some shirts, some merch, whatever you feel like, some some computer cases, you, whatever you, whatever your needs are. We're selling a product with our logo on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of product there. Um, is there anything else? Oh, uh, wherever you are listening to this podcast, if you could, oh, yeah. we would appreciate a rate and review. Um, all those all those things help other people find the show, and then word of mouth. Yeah. Share the show with your friends. We'd love it. So if you can subscribe, follow, like, whatever you need to do, do it. Please. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, we're going to get out of here, eat some sandwiches, and then uh, Fuck yeah. record another show. <laughs> Woo! It's going to be one of those nights. All right, guys. Well, it's been a while, so. Yeah, this is awkward. <laughs> um, and <laughs> end transmission. <laughs> <laughs>